This is Mia. This is Michelle. And this is Cassie. And we know what you did on Fear Street. Hello, all you Shadyside High alums. Grab your pom-poms and don't drop the spirit stick. The Shadyside cheerleaders are headed to cheer camp, and they're bringing the ancient evil with them in Cheerleaders, the third evil. There were a lot of spirit sticks. There were a lot of spirit sticks. Uh, it was, like, very bringing on. Um, yeah. And all I could think when they first mentioned the spirit stick was, do not drop this. This team is cursed enough. Right? Oh, this is my favorite cover, though, I think. Of, yeah. like, of, like, all the cheerleader books. I think I like this one the best. Because oh, she looks... Good. Corky looks so freaking evil. Is it Corky? Yeah, that has to be Corky. Why? Because Corky's the evil one. Uh, yeah, but this isn't Jennifer. <laughs> I think that is Jennifer. Okay, I thought so we decided it was. The first book's Jennifer, and this is Kimmy. It's gotta be Kimmy. I thought this was Corky. No, because Corky... Corky's got blonde hair. Yeah, I mean, it's the brown blonde. I think that's Kimmy. Okay. See, I thought that, like, in my head, I this was Kimmy. Well, this was Bobby, and that was Corky. Yeah, I thought we decided that it was Bobby, and that it was, like, Corky and Kimmy. I thought we decided it was just Jennifer. I don't remember. Me neither. But I still think this is Corky. Okay. Also, yeah. she looks like Jesse Spano. She does. I th- I see a lot of Jesse Spano right there. This is not my favorite cover of the three. It is my favorite tagline, though. It's a really good tagline. Is it? Fight, 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 or die, die, die. It's not wrong. Isn't it? I don't know. I just, I like the first one a lot, too. But I, I just think she looks so evil on this third one. All of these covers are good. Plus, she's, like, doing the splits and looking evil. Mm-hmm. That's hard. That yeah. is hard to do. I thought that there was... See, the, uh, it's not showing me on the other books, like, what the taglines... It shows me what they are, but they're not what I thought they were. <laughs> I thought there was another tagline that I really liked, but I can't remember it now. Oh, I thought it was, like, give me a D-I-E. Was no, that that's, the, that's the, the new book. Yeah. That's the new cheerleader book. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, these taglines are not very good. I'm sitting right next to all of my books, so. Pulling them out and looking at them. Not very good. Yeah. But I think all the, I think all the covers are good. I just really like her look, her, like, evil look in this one. Yeah. It's good. The, the pom-pom skull to me will always be, like. Classic. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's what I will always yeah. think of when I think of the cheerleaders. I will always think of the skull in the pom-pom. But yeah. I like her pose the best. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's it. I'm like, I like that we get to see the whole uniform. Yeah, it still looks like a 50s uniform. Mm, the shirt a little bit. Yeah, the shirt. Yeah. Well, also, the skirt looks like it probably hits her knees. Or is right above her knees. It's probably like the length of the skirts, though. We just rolled them up. Oh, maybe that's true. (laughs) (laughs) All I remember is the cheerleader skirts in my school were pretty damn short. But I don't know if it was 
because they rolled them up or not. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're really short in high school, but not yeah. like when I cheered as a 10 year old. Well, that's because you were 10 and it would have been weird. Wow. Um, Welcome to 2018. Right. I never cheered, so I wouldn't know. This doesn't look like sweater material, though. Her shirt. I don't think it is. I think it's no, just- it looks like cotton. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it should be a sweater. It's not a knit, that's for sure. Okay, you want to read the back? Yeah. Sure. Dramatic synopsis. It's back! Did the evil spirit really leave Kimmy's body? The cheerleaders of Shadyside High can still feel its dark presence, and Corky knows that it is out there, somewhere close, and getting closer. Corky is tormented night after night by dreams of her dead sister, Bobby. What terrifying message is Bobby trying to tell her? When the evil begins again, more horrible, more gruesome than ever, Corky knows it is up to her to learn the century-old secret and destroy the evil spirit's power for good. But so many have died already. Will Corky be next? Probably. I can't believe it doesn't even say that they're going to cheer <laughs> No <laughs> mention of cheer camp. I completely forgot about cheer camp. I was like, wait, what? Cheer camp? They didn't, at least they didn't go to Shadyside University for cheer camp. Mm. True. Because that would have been the worst. Okay, so <clears throat> we start with part one, teen spirit. Love it. Yeah. It's a great, great pun. So we are in the gym and they're working on their new cheer and um and they're finally doing real gymnastics. They're mm-hmm. doing back handsprings and stuff instead of just cartwheels. Double cartwheels. Double cartwheels. <laughs> Whatever that is. Whatever he had them doing. Alright, I have a question already. Was Miss Green always the coach? Yes. When did she decide to actually start coaching? Yeah. Instead of letting the captains do it. I guess whenever the captains started dropping people and stuff. Being, like, dying. Because she's, like, actually a coach in this book. Yeah. Like, the whole book. Right. Yeah. Usually she starts out, like, yelling at them and blah, 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 but then she goes away at some point. But this book, she was not away. Yeah. She was actually doing her job. I was impressed. Mm Mm-hmm. There wasn't a ton of cheering in this book, though, either. No. Because no. every time they tried to cheer, somebody got maimed. Yeah. So, but the uh, cheers did not get any better. No. A little bit. I thought a little bit. I thought some of them were actually real cheers that he might have stolen from, like, a cheerleading squad. What was the one about America? Yeah, that one, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that one was terrible. But there was, like, the one at the end. Is, wait, Did it was... start, like, hey, America? And I was like, America does not care about your high school cheer. <laughs> oh, my God. In the back of my book, sorry. There's an ad for Final Friends. I love Final Friends. I don't remember that one. It was so bad. <laughs> I don't remember it's Christopher Pike. Yeah, I only rem- remember like a handful of Christopher Pikes. We should read some of those too. Yeah. 
Final for, oh, the chain letter. I love the chain letter. It's probably terrible too, but I loved it when I was. I think the chain letter is one of the more popular ones. Uh, Final Friends was about like they go to prom on a boat or something and people die. I don't know. Sounds right. It's a, it's a trilogy, but it's bad. It's, it would it would have there was a lot of stuff to talk about in that those three books. I read them as uh, like maybe seven years ago. I reread them right. and I was like, this is terrible. I mean, we're gonna have a list of all the other like '90s horror books we gotta read. Yeah, because there's like Nightmare Hall, Christopher Pike. Diana, All the point Diane, horror. Diane Ho's Nightmare Hall. Yeah, okay. All the point horror books. Like, there's a lot. Yeah. Oh, and do you know what Hoopla has? They what? have all of the R.L. Stein Nightmare Rooms, which was another one of his series. Okay, that what was, is that? It's another series of his that wasn't quite as popular. It was scarier than ghost, Goosebumps, but not as gory and not as many people died as Fear Street. What age range? It's kind of between Fear Street and Goosebumps. Like middle school? Maybe? Yeah, like middle school. And there was a TV show, The what? Nightmare Room. Yeah, I think it was only on for one or two seasons. No, I've never ever, like, I'm looking at the first book right now, and I don't know what this is. I didn't read the books, but I watched the show. What? I've never seen this before. Have uh, you ever seen this, these books before? We're no. Gonna have, we're going to have to read those, too. Oh, my God. In a few years, when we finish all the Fear Street books, we should do a poll and see which, one, which ones everyone wants to hear us read next. Yeah. Like, what series or what author? It's going to be a while. In a, in a couple of years. So, um, I thought, see, I thought we were going to be like, oh, then we'll read the Ghosts of Fear Street book. But They're I, on my list. I'm including But those. I didn't realize that it was so, like, But we don't have to read weird. those. Like, the Ghosts of Fear Street are for, like, kids, right? Right. I think it's, like, they're more, like, wacky. Right. Like, I think they're more, like. We'll decide once we yeah. run out of real Fear Street books. They're more written by what is Bob's alter ego. The what he said for like jokes books. Yeah, his yeah. alter ego, whatever that author, whatever that name was. So they're practicing their new cheers, and there's a new cheerleader that took the place of some Megan girl that I don't remember. And yeah, I don't remember her. Her name's this girl's name's Hannah. Hannah Miles. She's a freshman. Yeah, and she's a jerk. She's yeah. Terrible. She needs to know her role. Agreed. Okay, you're a freshman and you just yeah. don't, you don't just be like, I'm the best. Agreed. Yeah, and even if the coach is like, you're really good, you should still like have some team camaraderie and not be like, you're right, I am. I'll teach you. He does not realize that everybody hates her. Like yeah. she's completely oblivious. However, I learned one thing, and then I have one question in this chapter. One. All of this shit happens from the time that Corky and Bobby get there till now in less than a year, which, yes, I know goes towards your theory. <laughs> and two, my question, Ronnie's a freshman. She was the only freshman to make it onto the squad. Everybody made a big deal about that in the first book. Right. If Hannah wasn't good enough to make it on the squad when Ronnie did, presumably in the fall, why the hell is she suddenly better than everybody now yeah. in the spring? Yeah. Good question. Maybe she's new. Maybe she's from Lanesbridge. Maybe. Maybe. She's the worst. She is. But, so, I they must have, like, they must, so, like, they must have, like, their tryouts at the end of, like, in the spring. So. Right. Yeah. They go to, is like, summer camp? Is that what this is? Spring it's break. spring break. But so I assume she made it for the next, next year. year. Yeah. Right. Like not 
not the current year. Yeah. So the current basketball's over, football's over. They right. don't have anything to cheer for anyway. So so they had. I get that makes sense. Yeah. Like that makes it easier if you have if you have your tryouts in the spring after the end of basketball. Right. That's like when we had our tryouts, but not. Really. We didn't go to. We went to cheer camp in August or whatever July. Not in April. Half of their team has died this year. They yeah. deserve some cheer camp. That's fine, and they're. But I just, I don't know, what I don't understand is six girls. It's so small. I don't know. Yeah. You can't do anything with six girls. Did they always have six girls? Yeah. yeah. I think so. But does that mean before Corky, and they were making this big deal about Corky and Bobby joining the team, does that mean they only have like four or five? Uh, it would have to. Yeah. So they should are, have been like, yay, we need people. Are they short? Are you sure they had six girls to start yeah. with at the beginning of the uh, first book? Yeah. Yeah. That's what, so at, there was one point in this book, I was like, they should not be doing that, that, what is pyramid? it called? Yeah, the pyramid, oh. but the stunt. They should not be doing that stunt. First of all, after what happened in the last, the first book, they should not be doing that without spotters. Uh, and with the amount of people they have on their team, they should not be doing like any stunts. All they can really do is one, like, Lift. Yeah, one elevator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got, like, one elevator and that's it. That's all they can do because they would have to have at least mm-hmm. one spotter on both sides if they had, like, a four-person thing. Right. And I don't know of any stunts that you can do with four people. I'm pretty sure I said this in the other you did. things, but you yeah. can't go higher than one person. Like, your base has to be on the ground in high school. Yeah. Whoever you're standing on, they have to be on the ground. You cannot stand on somebody who's standing on somebody in high school. So, and it's been like that since probably this. Yeah, I don't really remember my high school cheerleading squad doing a lot of pyramids. Yeah. Like, they did a lot of, like, elevators and, like, one girl sitting on another's shoulders and, yeah. Yeah. Maybe a basket toss, but. Yeah. They did this one. I remember they did this one cool thing. Liberty pendulum or something and they had the whole squad like lined up in, in two front, rows in the front and the back well it oh. was like in two vertical rows like uh-huh. in line uh-huh. and then they put one girl up in an elevator in the middle uh-huh. and she would like toss herself forward and then catch her uh-huh. and then they toss her back and she'd go back the other way yeah i've seen it that was very cool we had like where one girl would be in the elevator and then we'd have we'd have like the line of we'd have a line of two girls in the front like facing each other mm. and then in the back the same way and then we'd go down and then they throw her back up and then back and then back. Yeah. Very cool. It was that's that stuff was cool, but that was like the most extreme it got. The best one we ever did, which might also be illegal, I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> was like we'd have these girls that were in a shoulder sit, so they're like on sitting on mm-hmm. the girls' shoulders, and then they would have their arms out connected to each other, and then there would be a girl behind in an elevator, and they would you would use her her hands as like a bar to flip, flip. and there are people in the front catching. That's so oh, cool. That's cool. And it went with a cheer that was like, when you're up against the Indians, you're upside down. So cool. Yeah, it was really cool. See, that's, that's that was my favorite. Cheer. I was like yeah. the girl that did the flippy thing. Did you? Yeah, like, well, there's, we just take turns, like, we just go one, and then the next person would go, so we had, like, three girls that got thrown, and I was, like, one of the girls. It was so fun. That sounds awesome. That sounds, like, fun. Yeah, and you can't get dropped, because you, your momentum, like, their momentum of them throwing you, like, 
pushes you over the girl's arms. If you're, and then they're going to catch. There's so many. Oh, the whole squad's in the front to catch you. So right. you're not going to fall. Because you well, have because spotters. Because you have spotters yeah, and people underneath. Right. You <laughs> which don't have this team doesn't. outside of the pyramid. No. Which makes no sense. No. That's right. why you have 20 girls on the squad. Or right. 18. Or, you know, Whatever. We had like 18 to 22. So it's matter. And they have six. And anyways, they do this explanation of that stunt at the end of this book, like, or Both. towards the end, and it doesn't make any sense. Not only are they doing that pyramid, but they're also doing, like, a heel stretch. They're in Liberties. Like, yeah. Liberties, just, like, with your leg bent like this, they're doing a, they're doing, like, a heel stretch. Oh. Are they? Yes. How? How? I don't know. And then... So, okay, wait. Because it's like grab, they grab their ankle and pull up. That, that doesn't make any sense. No. And then on top of that, somebody steps out from underneath and catches the girl. So whoever was standing on that girl's foot would fall because you only have one foot on somebody else. Right. And then she fall, like she gets out and then she catches this girl and the, like the pyramid. It's like it defies the laws of physics. Yeah. Like gravity does not have a role in this. Well, lives. Hmm. But, um, I'm leaving off the first chapter. No, sorry. No, it's okay. I'm just Google image searching cheerleading stunts. All right, what happens after practice? Okay, where, where, I forget where I was. They go to the diner. Yeah, well, well, Corky's, like, kind of bitter about not being a captain. But, like, Miss Green's, like, you've been through so much. And she's, like, right. Uh, oh, yeah, right, she is. You know? Yeah. And also, she's only been on the um on the squad for like six months yeah yeah well, so who are the captains it's kimmy and kimmy and deborah deborah yeah it's deborah it's kimmy and deborah right who was the freshman that made the squad ronnie ronnie, ronnie. Okay. she's dead no. no no she's there she's, she's there. not mentioned at all yeah she is she's no. the one that complains about there being no boys oh okay and that, that's pretty much it. Like, apparently the evil affects her a lot, but also she's never in any of these books to be affected by the evil, so I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so this, then they do, they're doing this cheer, and this is like, this is a, this is a real cheer. Tigers, let's score. Six points more. Tigers, let's, that's like a normal Okay, cheer. yeah, but that's like one of those sideline cheers that yeah, everybody knows. Yeah, but it's knows. not bad. It's not, it's probably a real cheer. And, um. Okay. And then, like, Hannah's being like a total show-off. Like, they're doing the cheer, and then she has to, like, add stuff. Something called a tuck jump. I don't know what that is. Do you think he means something like this, and he just doesn't know what he's talking about? Um, maybe. Is it the wolf's wall pyramid? No, it's this image. It's, what cheerleading stunt are you? But it's... A bunch of girls being lifted in, like, elevators, and two of them are doing the heel stretch things, and then on either side of them is somebody to, like, catch their their leg who aren't doing the heel stretch things. I think he, I think he thinks they're doing, like, this. But with, that's like an actual pyramid. That's like a five-step pyramid with the Dallas Cowboys. I think they're doing like this. One, two, three, four, five, six. Like they're fucking Cirque du Soleil. Yes. I think that's what he thinks. Yeah. 
I think he thinks that they're like legit Cirque du Soleil acrobats. It's, yeah, I think he's like one, two, three at the bottom, two in the middle, and one in the yeah. top. Stand, yeah, like standing yeah, on their yeah. shoulders, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Any any pyramid that I ever saw in high school looked like this. Yes. Where it's just like, I don't know if you can see that in the... It's not focusing. Damn. So it's oh, just... Oh, yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what our all of our pyramids look like. Right. Like, this would work for what he's trying to do. But everybody stand... Everybody... Except, but she's that's not legal. Yeah. So that's called Basically, Arl Stein needed to talk to somebody who was at least a cheerleader in high school. Yeah. Okay, let's get back to the book. Okay. No, he's doing this. <laughs> no, that he, makes no sense. He's thinking that. Well, he did go to high. He did go to high school in the fifties. Yeah. Or sixties. So, um, you know, this fucking girl's such a tryhard. She's like, oh, I'm gonna like add, <laughs> add this like tuck jump at the end, which I don't think is, is a real jump. I think and it's such a try like, hard. What's it called when you t- jump and you just pull your knees up high? That's all it is. Okay, well, I don't know what that is. That's stupid. Who does? Who would want to do that? Like, I don't know. I hate her. But then she does a tuck jump into Kimmy's arm somehow. Is that like a forward flip? No idea. Okay. Don't know what that means. So I'm like, oh, does he mean that they were doing forward flips here? Because no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's all it is. Jump? That's all Why it is. Why would anyone be impressed by that? You jump, up, I... you jump up and you pull your knees up. Why would Miss Green be like, yes! I yes, can do yes. that! <laughs> no. No, Hannah, no. And I also don't think it's a cheerleading thing. I think it's a workout thing. And then she acts like that, and she, does she not know that they're going to immediately go to this diner and talk shit on her? Because they are. <laughs> Well, she exactly is a freshman. What? Maybe she doesn't know how high school works. Well, but she should learn know. Real she quick. should know how junior high works, and they're worse than high school. So, <laughs> right? Like it's so obvious. Like they're gonna go to a uh, restaurant and be like, "Oh my god, did you see what she did today? She is such a tryhard." She is. I know. So they go to this diner, and Kimmy orders pea soup, and I my note <laughs> my note was pea soup equals evil. Duh. I like pea soup. I do too. Thanks for ruining it, Bob. The ancient evil does like green. To be fair, this liquids. To be fair, the Exorcist ruined it way before Arl Stein ruined it. True. True. Also, ew, I don't like pea soup. I don't like peas. It's the only time I like peas. Um. So they're they're at this diner, like making fun of Hannah and talking about how they're going to cheer camp. And then they talk about this other cheerleading squad that does rap stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, then I was like, oh my god, he thinks, like, bring it on. But then I was like, so no. So bring it on. out when this came out. Oh, so no. I don't know where he played. Well, he was like, oh, he was like, this is what the kids are doing these rap. days. This rap stuff. stuff. Yeah, I got really confused by that. The ones that do This the- is also, like, once, a- once again, this is Bob's veiled ethnic... That's what happening. I thought, but I don't think it was because I don't, I don't the know. Main girl was like a like a redhead doing. Oh, redhead. was it that team that that's yeah. who they were talking yeah, about? Yeah. Because, yeah, because then once they like started doing their routines for competition, they're like they did their rap like routine. Oh. But, but then the when they started doing that, the shady side decided that they were going to do a rap routine, and I was like, yeah, oh Bob. Yeah, I was glad that he didn't like have that cheer in the rap. Cheer in here. 
Oh, I great. hope that Dear America one wasn't wasn't around. <laughs> probably was. Oh, I love Dear America. No, you do not. Great book series. Oh, Dear America. Dear America cheer. The cheer in there. No, oh, no, that cheer was terrible. I just want to say Dear America. Okay, so then their food comes, and then you know the green soup does the volcano souping. Or not even two cheers. And then they just like dine and ditch. Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah, so they just run out. And everyone's like, why are they, like, running? And then they just like, ha, ha, ha. So, um... That's also... This is also the chapter where we find out Gary Brandt is dating Hannah. Oh, okay. Maybe. Maybe. He gets around. But I don't think he is, because they talk later about who he's dating. They do? I missed that part. At yeah. the very end... They're talking about who Gary Brandt is dating, and they don't mention Hannah at all. Oh, really? Oh. Wow, I missed that. Wow. So, um, now they're back, they're on Fear Street, like, walking near the cemetery, Kimmy and, um, Corky. Like, they drove over to her house, and then they decided to take a walk, which I don't know why you'd want to walk near the cemetery after what happened. Well, she probably goes to the cemetery a lot. I actually like yeah, that. Kimmy. Well, she's just going with Corky. I know, but, like, after what happened to Jennifer. Yeah. Well, and I think, I really like this, because in the second one, Corky was, like, still devastated, and everybody's like, what's, what's your problem? Get over it. At least in this one, everybody's like, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. How are you holding up? Like, they, they're they acting like much better human beings in this one than they did in the second one. Also, I have a theory Chip is also buried in the cemetery. Right. So I have a theory about the cemetery. Okay. Which we can talk to when we get to theories. So, um, they're walking, and basically this chapter is just, like, so that you, to put, make Kimmy the red herring. Right. I'm not sure. Like, sometimes I just don't feel like myself. And then Corky's like, I have to go. And she, like, runs home. And then, um, there's a corpse in her bed. But it's just Sean. It's very godfather of him. Did he also make her an offer she couldn't refuse? Probably. Probably. You know he watches those movies and he's like, yeah, Don Corleone. That's who I should be like. Yeah. I th- like, to be honest, it's funny because you're like, I'm glad that she's moved on with her life. I'm glad Sean hasn't. <laughs> but he's still pulling these stupid pranks and he hasn't let his dead sister get in the way of his awful sense of humor. Glad he's still an insufferable prankster. He really is. Well, there has to be somebody who's doing pranks. Otherwise, Bob can't have his, like, because, like, this isn't, these horror books aren't, like, his natural thing. Like, he wants to be a comic, comedian, like, writer. So he has to have something in there, like, so that he doesn't get too bored. True, true. Um... So that night she goes to bed and she has a dream that Bobby takes her head off and shows her that there's cockroaches in her brain and she wakes up and there's cockroaches all over the floor and she runs like they're crawling up her legs and she's running across the floor and it was really scary. It was awesome. I loved these dream scenes. Yeah. Um, I do not do cockroaches. I hate cockroaches. Mm -hmm. Cockroaches are the worst. Yeah. But I loved these scenes because I loved the idea that either Bobby's ghost or Corky's subconscious is trying to tell her that there is a 
ancient evil in her head. And this is such a creative way it's to a do it. a bug. Yeah. yeah. I thought these were great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked that reveal. Like, when she put two and two together, I thought it was really, really good. Um, I mean, it was gross, and I felt like I didn't need maggots and cockroaches to know that Bobby was dead. Um, we got it by the flowy nightgown that she was wearing, because once again, ghosts have to wear flowy nightgowns. Well, I don't think it was to show she was dead. It was to show that there's something inside Corky's head, something dark, something evil. evil. Yeah, like so she, she was like, like, she can't talk. She tried to, she was trying to tell her, but when yeah. it was coming out of her mouth, so she pulled her head off. No, get, no, I'm saying, your head, I agree. This is what in your head looks like. Right. No, I agree. Like I said, I think when she put two and two together, it was really good. I'm. It's just once again, he described a dead ghost-like character yeah. as wearing a white flowy oh. nightgown. Yeah, well, yeah. they all have them. That's, yeah, yeah. He wants them to be covered in a white sheet. And Bobby did not die in a night, white flowy She nightgown. was in the shower. She okay. was naked. This he is a towel. This is for teenagers. He was not allowed to have a naked ghost running around. She could have been in her cheerleading uniform. That would have been accurate. Like, apt. Right. He, she should have been in her cheerleading uniform. Yes. Uh, I don't think a towel would have worked either. Like, an editor would have been like, she needs to wear clothes. Yeah. I think maybe maybe at this time, like, I don't know how well these were edited or whatever, but Not maybe well. at this time, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm wondering if anybody told him anything and they just let him do whatever They just wanted. didn't care. But, like, maybe yeah. at this time they were they had, like, a, at some point been like, if they're, if they're dead, they need to be in a nightgown. That's, like... That's, that's your thing. That's going... That's how we're going to, like cue in the young readers that she's dead. Maybe. Because that's what they, like, that's what that happens in the movies. They're, de- they're in a nightgown. I don't know. Because it's weird that they're always in a nightgown. Yeah. Because we know Bobby's um, dead. We don't need that. Yeah. So, um, oh, she runs out into the hall, like, Mom, Dad, whatever, and then he gets up and he goes, if you're waking me up because of cockroaches, and I'm like, oh, what? What? Well, he says because of a cockroach. He says, she's like, cockroaches, cockroaches. And he goes, Corky, I know you didn't wake me up. Oh, yeah, because there's a cockroach in your room. This is an old house. But uh, if I there's said, a cockroach in my room, I'm waking everybody, everybody up. up. <laughs> and I said, yes, Mr. Corcoran, cockroaches do merit a wake-up call. You have he loss of DILF status. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't Mr. Corcoran a DILF? Not anymore. He won't even kill a cockroach. Oh, man. Or he thinks it's, like, okay to have them. Michelle has stricken him from her list. Yes, he's not caught <laughs> anymore. Um, so, they go back in there and they're gone. And, uh, okay, so the next day, they, or whatever, whenever this is, they arrive at the college for the, um, the cheer camp in Madison College. Is that like, are we talking Madison, Wisconsin? Uh, that's really far. Is it? Well, Wisconsin- it says the ride from Shadyside had been nearly an hour. Mad- <laughs> Ohio to Madison, Wisconsin? Yeah, that's what it says here. That seems far. We're like, all right, hold on. Look it up on the map. Does anybody remember what city? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What is Shady Side? Yeah, but let's just say it's in Western Ohio. 
Which I don't think it is. I think it's in Eastern Ohio. I'm just going to say Ohio. There's a college in Youngstown. Yeah, in Boardman. And Columbus. Maybe it meant Columbus. Columbus is Ohio State. Seven hours and 27 minutes. Okay. So, no, not Madison, Wisconsin. Okay, well, maybe it's just, maybe it's like Miami, Ohio. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Uh, so, then, so they're, like, on the bus, whatever, like, pulling up to the thing, and fucking Simmons is still driving them after that stunt he pulled on Beer Street with Jennifer. Wait, is it the same bus driver? Yes, Simmons. Oh my god. Oh my god. No, yeah, he should have been fired. How does he still have a job? I don't know, but remember he was like driving faster and faster and faster and faster and then they like wrecked and, the, and he opened the door. I don't know why he opened the door, remember? He just like opened the door. To see. He said he couldn't see. see. Yeah, so he opened oh, yeah. the door. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Jennifer fell out. And he should How could not they never kill him. He's the one that caused all of this. Right. <laughs> exactly. If there was no Simmons, there would be no ancient evil. Maybe that's why the ancient evil hasn't killed him. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so they go into their dorm, and then Corky, Kimmy, and Deborah like, are assigned a room together. And um, Are they staying in rooms that are occupied by... It sounds like it. If I went away for spring break, which was only a week, which means you leave all your stuff in your room. Right. And they gave my room away. And they let some random high school kids. Oh, yeah, that's weird. No. No. No way. Not happening. Maybe they were just a poster on the wall because somebody left it there and they just never took it down. It better be. Those better be, like... Unoccupied. Unoccupied, because that is not cool. So they started unpacking, and then, like, Hannah comes in, and she's (laughs) like... Um, complaining about her room, like, I don't even know what her problem was. Like, they didn't give me enough room for my clothes. They wouldn't let her, yeah, so, I guess they wouldn't, they took up all the room for her clothes, and then they wouldn't let her sleep in the bed she wanted to sleep in. Yeah, I think by the window or something. I don't remember. No, uh, she couldn't sleep on the bottom bunk. Oh. Because having somebody sleep above her creeped her out. So, well, before that happened, like, Kimmy was talking to Deborah about, like, her dreams because Deborah's, like, into the occult. Right. So she right. Up- we were reminded that Deborah's into the occult. And she wears the crystal around her neck. Mm-hmm. And- I really wanted a plot twist where the crystal was actually the fear amulet and she was. Yeah. Super- yes. It didn't I happen. wanted the crystal to trap the ancient evil like the fear amulet did. Like, I wanted awesome. that to be the way that they got rid of the ancient well, evil. Well, in the first book, wasn't the pennant, like, mm-hmm. a thing? Mm-hmm. The pennant was, in, was like, a ancient evil. It was in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why and I it thought it was a pendant, but yes. it was a pennant. Yeah, what kind of went into the pendant mm-hmm. this time? Agreed. Yeah. Um, it would have been cool if, like, Deborah, if they were on that cliff, and Deborah like, got the, like, the ancient evil to go into the pendant, and then she, like, threw it into the... Yeah! Into the thing. That would have made That's so what I fun. wanted. Yeah. So, um, Deborah just, like, decides to switch with her, so, so now she's staying with Porky and Kimmy, and they're, like, pissed about it, but whatever. Um, Always pissed about things. So then... Um, well, there are cheerleaders, we expect. <laughs> uh, 
Um, <coughs> so, oh no, come on. Pause. Okay. Yeah. So, what happens? Um, they're getting ready to go down to like the first event or whatever, and um, Hannah decides she wants to get a, sh a bath. Gross. Porky, will you run me my bath? Like, no, I just, won't. <laughs> you're not a fucking, she's not your fucking servant, Hannah. Come it's the weirdest them. thing to ask somebody to do. Especially this somebody you barely know. I don't think I would have even asked, like, my parents to do that. Unless maybe I was really sick. No. Yeah. No. I could see if you were, like, if somebody was in there and they were going to be in there for a minute and you were like, can you turn the shower on to get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up? Can you turn the water on? Yeah, but, yeah. Like, then you go in and, like, test it before you just go tromping in. Okay, also, I would never say run me a bath, because no. I'm not 60. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they, like, leave, or she runs the bath. Well, Corky goes in, runs the bath, then Kimmy goes in to, like, use the bathroom or something, and then they leave, and then Kimmy's like, oh, shit, I forgot the pom-pom. So they turn back, and then they hear screams, and Hannah's in there, like, and she burned both of her legs because she just went tromping in without even testing it. <laughs> if you test it, like, the water is not going to get hot enough to actually, like, it might make your feet a little red, but calm down. In that period of time, she would have had to have the hot water all the way up to get hot enough. And at that point, wouldn't you realize that it was, like, steaming? steaming? Like, it's not boiling. They go tromping in both feet. Everybody tromping tests the water. Everybody. Everybody. Like, if you don't test the water, I don't even feel bad for you. I don't give a shit. <laughs> even like, if I had run the, my own bath, I would test. Like, yeah. even though I tested the water when I turned it on, I would still, like, one toe to make sure it was fine. Yeah. Every I don't take baths, but I do it with the shower every time before I get in, so... I test the water no matter what. If I'm washing my hands, I, like, you know, I stick part of my finger under. I'm just, like, go plunging both hands in yeah. without testing. Oh, I plunge both hands in when I wash my hands, but I burn my hands a lot, so mm -hmm. I should maybe change that. I usually just, I don't do oh, long enough for... Like, it's not even a thought I have, a conscious thought I have. Do you know what I mean? Normal people just test the water. It's just yeah. normal. It's just, like, it's just what you do. It's, like, you don't have to be told to do that. Um... So she says she's fine, but she still thinks that they, like, did that, did it to her. So now they're, they're down at the, um, the, the gym, like, practicing or whatever, and this is when they do their, hey, America! <laughs> hey, America! Worst cheer ever. <laughs> why America? But why America? Why all of them? Why does the whole country? The whole country does not care about you. <laughs> hey, America, no. the time is here. Shady side, stand up and cheer. Why did it change from America to just Shady side now? Because they realized the rest of America doesn't care. <laughs> they're like, hey, America. Oh wait, no Shady side. Yeah. <laughs> or America. they were just like, hey, America, listen to everyone from Shady side. We're important. I feel like they were like, hey, America, and America was like, no, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, Shady side. Sit down. Okay, so it goes, hey, America, the time is here. Shadyside, stand up and cheer. Here we come. We want the world to know. Shadyside is the hit of the show. Oh, what? so bad. What? Worst cheer so It's not ever. as bad as Razzmatazz, but it's okay, so that's a good point. fucking corny. The hit of the show. 
So they're supposed to be doing my pants rings and Ronnie keeps fucking it up and I cut her ass. <laughs> but that's just me. But then there's this other cheerleading squad called the Redwood Bulldogs. And there's this girl who does cartwheels all the time. And Well, you know if you do cartwheels, you're the best. Yeah. She had double cartwheel her. Yep. And her name's Blair or something, right? Yeah, she's okay. a bitch. Blair yeah. O'Connell. She Whatever. has red hair. So here's my question. She's a fear. Is she a fear? And is she on the phone tree? And then the people who are fears that are on the phone tree, do they just change their names when they come to Shadyside? Oh, like, I like it. outside, they're well, like, I'm Blair O'Connell. And then she moves to Shadyside and she's like, I'm Blair Fear. I mean, you could still be a fear and have a different last name. Right, right. But every time somebody shows up in Shadyside, it's fear, right? It's like Sarah Fear. Well, but she changed her name. Anytime we know a fear shows up, it's fear. But there could be right. people that we don't realize. Right. Yeah, but some of these people changed their name because they didn't want to be, like, associated. Right. But I'm saying, like, we have the theory that they're, like, you know, there's this phone tree and people randomly, yeah. like, it's my turn to move back to Shadyside. Do they just change their name when they do it? And, like, if Maybe. Blair's family does it, she's just going to have to become Blair Fear. I mean, probably. I don't think this girl's a fear. I mean, not every redhead outside of Shady's Right. I think she's just a redhead from an Irish redhead. She's a bitchy redhead is what she is. (laughs) So, but they can, but guys, they can beat her if they just get really psyched. Oh. (laughs) That's how it works, right? That's all it takes. All it takes. So, uh, Hannah's like, come on, guys, we can beat her. And so they just keep, they just start yelling their, hey, America, cheer louder and louder and louder. And then, um. And then they don't beat her. No, they don't. <laughs> nope. And, and then, um, they're like, uh, Blair's like giggling when Ronnie messes up. And, and Kimmy's like, oh, I hate that girl. I knew her from like church or something. Yeah, Sunday school. They and go to the same Sunday school. She's like, I could just kill her. I'm sorry, but I don't believe that anybody on the Shady Side squad still says stuff like that. No. <laughs> this was just to make Kimmy the red herring. Yeah, I know. So then they do, like, they're doing, oh, Corky's doing a spread eagle, and Hannah's, like, correcting her. <gasps> oh, my I God. Know. When this happens. I know. I was like, this is bad. I was like, she's going to cut you, bitch. Like, She's like, oh, no, don't do it like that. You're way too low. You have to do it like this. And she, like, shows her, and then, oh, my. And then they're leaving. Oh, this is when Kimmy's like, she's the pits. Sometimes I could just murder her, couldn't you? Yes. Like, unsolicited help is never wanted. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, so then, um, the oh, Corky has another dream where, like, Wait, oh no, she just like has like a one of those visions that the people that people have in these cheerleader books where like the carpet becomes like a tar. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just the ancient evil messing with her. Yeah. And right. then she like, can't get up, but Deborah comes along and she's like, What's going on? And Cookie's like, Oh nothing. 
Yeah. So at the after we read the second book, you asked me who I thought was going to be possessed by the ancient evil in this book, and I said I thought it was going to be Corky. And I now super I'm, at this point in the book, I super thought it was, and that it was just the ancient evil messing with her. And you were right. And I was right. Yeah. But who, but like, the ancient evil was, like, messing with people that weren't possessed before. Yeah. Remember, like, the locker slamming thing? Wasn't that, like, somebody who wasn't possessed? Who did the, I think that was Bobby, yeah. Yeah. But at that time, the ancient evil, I don't know if the ancient evil was. Yeah, but the ancient evil was still in a dead body at that time, so it was different. Yeah, I guess. Things were different. So her and Deborah, she's like, you know, the, I know the evil's here. I can feel it. And she's just like, oh, let me hold on to my crystal. <laughs> That'll then, fix everything. Yeah. So then that night, the Bulldogs do an endless rap routine that wowed the judges. Endless? Endless. So it's still going on? It's this on, yeah. <laughs> this day, it never stopped. And that's, this is when Hannah is like, oh my God, Hannah, I write, I wrote on my, this, on my notes, it says, I hope Hannah dies. I wish because Hannah does. She said, "She says I, I have to like read this." She says, "We can beat them. We're the best." She yeah. says, t- clapping excitedly. Tigers roll! She cried. The other girls picked up the rhythm. Tigers roll! Tigers roll! And then she said, "We'll get them tomorrow night. We're psyched now. We're psyched." I hate this girl. Oh my god! Die, bitch! Die! <laughs> I'm sorry. If you say we're psyched, we're psyched. You should die. It's just. It's like you're a virgin in a horror movie and you had sex. You know? We're psyched. You're dead. <laughs> Agreed. I hate this girl. She's I the worst. I hate her. Yeah, she's terrible. Tigers rule. And we're psyched. Why does On Deborah, the same page. Why does Deborah like her so much? It's never explained. It isn't. It's just so that Quirky, I guess, will... Yeah. Pissed? Yeah, so the ancient evil has... Like, I just don't understand. It makes no sense. Because the ancient evil only wants to kill people that are involved in teenage drama. Like, perceived slights to the person they're possessing. So, she perceives, the ancient evil is perceiving that Deborah's ditching her for Hannah. So, she's like, we must kill Deborah. Okay, so, oh, on the final night, there will be a spirit stick awarded to each member of the winning squad. Don't drop it. But then they don't (laughs) talk about the spirit sticks. They don't bring them home. That's because they didn't win any. But they tripped her. They should have won, right? Nope. Because the problem is that they were not just worse than that squad, they were worse than other ones. Oh. Oh, yeah, and Corky didn't even cheer. So. Right, that's what I was going to say. Corky yeah. stopped showing up, so they only had five people on their team. Which, you know, fair, because Corky might have killed somebody. Literally. So then Corgi walks past Blair after the competition's over, and she's like, oh, there was such better competition here last year. Everyone's so tacky this year. So that's just like a perceived slight. Yep. The ancient evil mm. hears that and is like, she's talking shit about our squad. Yep. I have to kill her. Because the ancient evil is just all about the teenage drama. I feel like the ancient evil is a teenager. Yeah. There's, I mean, it's the only explanation why she would care so, why she or he would care so much about the teenage drama. So that night, um, she has another dream, and this time, she Bobby has snakes in her head. And when she wakes up, she hears 
cry. She thinks she's screaming, but it's not her. It's Hannah, and Hannah's hair was cut off, which is pretty shitty. Yeah, like that sucks. And then she's like, "Who did it?" And Corky's like, "I didn't do it." And Kim, well. so she just assumes Kimmy had to have done it. And then she's like, "You're both jealous of me. That's why you did it." Oh, I would have been like, "Bitch." I hate this girl. Oh, I know. This yeah. girl does not want to make friends. No. So then she, like, runs out to tell Miss Green, and then, um, uh, I guess, like, Corky, Kimmy leaves, and then Corky's, like, getting dressed, and she opens up her dresser, and there's scissors in there. And she still doesn't get it. Yeah, she still doesn't get it. She thinks that Kimmy's, like, setting her up. So they're at breakfast, and Miss Green's like, we're gonna deal with this when we get back to Shadyside. Well, also, I don't understand why Corky yeah. and Bobby are, or Corky and Bobby, Corky and Kimmy are both like, I did it. No, I did it. No, I yeah, did it. No, no, they no, should have no. been like, we don't know what happened. Neither of us did it. Yeah, they should have been like, maybe I was sleepwalking. I don't know. Like, what? Or how about maybe somebody else came in in the middle of the night. Look at all the other cheerleading squads. Right. Yeah. But they're both like, they just don't want her to, I don't know, what the, I guess yeah. the cover for the ancient evil. I guess. <laughs> right. Probably. They're trying to cover... They're probably trying to cover for the other person thinking that they're possessed by the ancient evil. But uh, what I don't understand is why Mrs. Green thinks they can do a full investigation weeks later, not at the scene of the crime. Right. Like, all she, gonna, all she is going to be able to do at that point is ask them questions. Like, yeah. that's not going to be an in-depth investigation. No, she's kind of dumb. Yeah. Well, she's flabbergasted. Those <laughs> are her words. She's dumb. Those are my words. And then they go, they're, like, back at the, um, they're walking over, I guess, to the gym and... Blair's doing her cartwheels in the middle of the, like, grass, like, just randomly. And <laughs> she's just like, look at this. Yeah. And Kimmy's like, we should, someone should really do something about her. And I'm like, once again, like, you wouldn't say things like that. Yeah. Also, who needs to do anything about her? She's looking like a ridiculous person. I know. <laughs> cartwheels in the middle of the thing is taking care of it for themselves. She's also such a tryhard. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, they're back in the gym, and um, they're, like, I guess they're they're about to do their, um, are they competing again? I forget what's going on. Yeah. Oh. I think so. Okay, yeah, so they're, like, getting ready to do um, their competition or whatever, and the Bulldogs get to go first. And... Basically, the Bulldogs are awesome, and the Tigers are not. Okay, so, but Blair Blair does her, like, solo part, and she, like, goes to do, like, front handsprings, but she trips over something, and she flies over the gym and lands on her face and cracks her teeth into a million pieces, and... Which, ow. Yeah. And she's like, somebody tripped me, somebody tripped me, and I'm like... Nobody Nobody tripped you. Like... You were... Nowhere near anybody. I mean, yes, somebody did trip you, but an ancient evil, so it doesn't count. Yeah, we can't see it. Yeah. 
So then, like, she's out of commission, and Kimmy's, like, being all weird. And then it's right after that, she's like, come on, guys, let's do the diamond head pyramid, which is apparently the one we were looking up earlier. Like, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. And Corky's like, wait a minute, last time we did that, you just, like, dropped me. Good Remember, point. like, it was, like, in the last book, <clears throat> where Kimmy's arms were paralyzed, but actually they weren't. Right. And she's like, so maybe, so, so Corky gets it in her head that Kimmy wants to do this, this pyramid so she can deliberately drop Hannah. Because Hannah's like, I'm going to be the one on top. And Corky's like, no, it's me. But she's also like, she doesn't want Hannah, she thinks Kimmy wants to hurt Hannah, but also she's like, that's my job, bitch. Yeah. yeah, which is true. She's like, I've always been on top of the pyramid. But they're like, let's give, you know, Hannah a chance. And, you know, Corky's, like, being all angsty about it. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what she does. Because mm-hmm. the ancient evil's in her, and she's mm-hmm. perceiving slights and just getting all defensive. When probably normally she'd be like... Well, she is smaller, so I guess it makes sense. Because if she's 14, presumably she's the smallest member of the team. Well, I think Ronnie, well, but I guess so, because before that, Ronnie was. Right. Right. But Corgi's the best one. Not anymore. It doesn't necessarily always be the smallest, because if you don't have, like, good balance. That's true. You know, like, you have to. So, the five girls were like, get into a position where Hannah starts, like, climbing up top, on top, and then she's, like, the Miss Green's, like, don't move, and then she's, like, okay, liberties, wait, I swear to God, it says, she does, she says liberties, yeah, but I swear to God, it says that they, like, take it slow, hold your balance, Keep your other knee locked. All right. Maybe not. I swear to God, there was, like, a part where it was, like, they had to grab onto their leg and, like, pull it up. Either way, though, yeah. they're, they're taking their foot yeah. off of one of the shoulders yeah. below that. You can't do that. And they have no spotters. Right. And not just, like, and there's somebody on top of that. Like, it's so many. Ugh. Yeah. So bad. So, okay, it says, it was a complicated and, dang- and dangerous with three girls standing on the bottom, two girls standing on their shoulders, and one, girl's on, one girl on top. When they were in position, all the, the girls all performed liberties, posing with one foot raised to their heads. Yeah, that's not how that works. Then the top girl did a tuck jump into the arms of the girl on the right end. So how does the girl on the right end step out of the pyramid, leaving it like this? Like, leaving it unbalanced, with them all holding their foot feet up to their heads. <laughs> it doesn't very confusing. <laughs> it defies the laws of physics. It does. Maybe they're all possessed and they can float. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, so they like do the thing and Hannah does the tuck jump and Kimmy catches her and everything goes great. So that night Hannah yeah, I was like I was wondering if they were going to like do it well only to fuck it up later. Yeah, I mean, I thought that's, I thought that's what, where it was going. Yeah. Just to, like, like to ease the tension, like, oh, everything, like, to bring our guards down. Right. Everything's fine. So now they're, like, thinking they're going to win because, you know, that girl's out of it. And then Kimmy goes downstairs, and Hannah gets out of the shower, and Corky's going to stab her with, a, with the scissors. And she should have. Yeah. Yeah. She really should have. <laughs> but then Kimmy comes back in, and she's red pom-poms. 
Stop forgetting your shit, Kimmy. And then Corgi's like, oh my god, what did I just do? So she spends the rest of the, um, like, cheer camp in bed. Fair. Yeah. But now they're back in Shadyside. So, oh, sorry. No, I just, I have a question. Like, how often does the ancient evil act without its host's knowledge? Like, when does it completely take over? Does it take a while for that to happen? When it first possesses them, does it just do, like, small things? Does it just have control once in a while? How does that work? Yeah, or is just, like, quirky special? Because, like, Kimmy said when she was possessed by the ancient evil, she lost all cognitive thought completely. Like, she doesn't remember what she did. She just, like, woke up and it was six months later or whatever. So why is it that quirky... Not only does she, like, have some memory of what she's doing, but she can separate between the ancient evil and her. Like, it's not all total control. Well, she didn't remember cutting the braid. Yeah, but she remembers, like, she doesn't remember specific acts she does when the ancient evil is controlling her, but she remembers the rest of the time. Mm -hmm. And with Kimmy, it was, like, from the minute the ancient evil possessed her... Until it was out of her, she, yeah. like, just blanked completely. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's just whatever the ancient evil wants. That's true. Like, maybe when the ancient evil is in there, it can just decide how it wants to handle that person by whatever will, like, hurt them the most. But that was a very anticlimactic, climactic ending to cheer camp. Yeah. Oh, and spent the rest of the time in bed. I wanted something really bad to happen and it didn't. And then it's Yeah, I thought somebody was gonna die. I thought that Blair girl when she had the like fucked up stun, I thought she was gonna land on her like break her leg or something. I thought for sure she was gonna die whenever she was just being bitchy and stuff. Yeah. Um And they were should have died, and then it should have just ended there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then yeah. the big reveal is like right here because then she's like, "I'm evil." Like Quirky's like tells us, like, and we're oh, like, "Yeah, we know." Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Well, if you didn't, now you do. Right. But we knew pretty much from the beginning, but thanks. Yeah. Part two is called Cold Fear. Why? I don't know. Okay. Like part one, yeah, I get part. I get. Team spirit, that makes sense. Because they're true, yeah. Yeah, but cold fear? Who's cold? Yeah. Is anyone cold? Nobody. The ancient evil always makes things very hot. Yeah, they She are. runs hot. Ancient evil likes the heat. Right. Um, I also, it was weird because I liked that we found this out early, but a part of me doubted it. I felt like there was, like, another shoe to drop mm. that... There was I remembered this book. Something more to it, but I only remember. No, there wasn't. Yeah, I mean, I didn't remember. Ever. I knew they went to cheer camp, and I knew that it was quirky, but I so I but I knew there wasn't like anything else. I didn't remember cheer camp at all. All I remember was quirky was possessed, and nothing else. So this whole book, I was like, oh shit. I thought Cassie was really gonna like this book though, because it's a lot about like the history and um, like Sarah Fear. And there were rules, like, how you kill the, like, they actually yeah. were like, what are the rules to getting rid of this ancient evil? I mean, I did like that, but. 
They weren't the most thought out rules, but there were rules. There were rules. However, I have massive problems with the rules and think it's very damaging. And like, obviously we've moved, well, hopefully we've moved past that in our perception of mental health, but it's, I feel like it's very damaging to say that the solution to your problems is suicide. But that's a conversation for another time because that's this book's PSA. All right. We're going to get to your, we've got a well thought out PSA for this one then. Yeah. I mean. Let's discuss it. When there we was an PSA. attempt at rules. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I like the Sarah Fear stuff. I liked being able to like, like this is a little bit what I wanted from the last book where like we got the flashback and we learned about what happened to Seraphira and why and the the that info I was really all about and I liked that it was revealed slower and it wasn't just like all of a sudden here's a big info dump it was like she was experiencing something and she wasn't sure even though as the reader we totally knew it was just Seraphira right so but that aspect I really did like so. Well, we're back in Shady's side, and um, Corky's, like, laying in bed thinking about how, like, just thinking about... How screwed she is. Yeah. yeah. And then, but then she, like, goes back, and then she starts thinking about, like, how much she liked hearing the crack of Blair's yeah. and the blood and how pissed she is at Kimmy for spoiling her chance to murder Hannah. Yeah. And then um, she has this. She has this like philosophical yeah. dilemma about good and evil, and uh, I I liked it. I liked that because I've always had this philosophical idea about good people and bad people, and that the difference between good people and bad people is that good people don't act on the bad things that they think about. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So I liked that she was having this dilemma and it, it uh, jived with my personal feelings. So she, this is when she like comes to the conclusion about the dreams. She's like, oh, now I get it. Like you're telling me, look inside my own head, that it's inside me. I'm glad she gets it though. So finally. Wow. Yeah. She should have got it when she realized the evil was inside of her, not like three weeks later. She's a little slow. Yeah. She has an ancient evil in her head. Give her a break. But then she starts, like, the, the whole carpet thing happens again with it, like, trying to drown her. Oh, yeah. Where the ancient evil's just mm-hmm. fucking with her. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Sean comes in, and they start wrestling, and Corky, like, thinks about breaking his arm. That was really creepy. I know. Yeah. That was, I thought she was going to break his arm. I was really freaked out about that. Me too. But then she's just like, get the hell out of here. Like, and he's like what's your problem? Sean calls her a jerk, and he's not wrong. Uh, yeah. He's not wrong, but I was, like, happy that she, like... Didn't do it. That she, like, like she had to, like, be a jerk to him to save him yeah, from yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was doing it for his own good, but she wasn't doing it to be a jerk. Yeah. But, okay, that night she dreams she's on a boat, and she has about, she has a dream that, like, she's Sarah Fear. Well, she's like, they're calling me Sarah. Who could that be? What? what? You know about Sarah Fear now. Yeah, it took her longer than it should have. Yeah. Yeah. 
but then she's like wearing like an old-fashioned dress and there's two little kids and then they're in like a boat and they're going like on a like the boat starts like going like through like on a whirlpool and going around and around and then she sits up and like a green like fog comes out of her mouth yeah Yeah, that was really gross yeah yeah chokes her and so then, then, is the ancient evil a putrid green mist? Is that its, like, boss form? Yeah. It's, like, its final form is I just this, like, is. gross yeah. mist? Mm-hmm. Or its original form, I guess? I think that's what it, it was, was a like. green fog when it came out of Kimmy, too. Yeah, I mean, that kind of tracks. It does love gross, goopy green things, so... Mm-hmm. So then it's like, like, it starts talking to her and like, we have work to do. And she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, and the angel was like, let's just start with Deborah. Yeah. Because uh, like, nobody on, else, we're just going to kill Deborah. It'll be fine. Yeah. The top list of the ancient evils pastimes include revenge. And nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're, I'm not killing Deborah. And he's like, but, and then the ancient was like, but Deborah turned against you. She's close to, Han- she chose Hannah over you. She must pay. And then it like suffocates her. And she's like, she's really not in control of her body. And she goes over and calls Deborah and is like, can I, can you meet me? And then they meet at the mall and like Corky tries to run her over. But Deborah jumps out of the way just in time. It doesn't think anything Because obviously... Yeah, but then Deborah doesn't think anything of it. She's like, are you okay? Yeah. And she's just like, oh, the accelerator's stuck. I'm fine. Get in. Right. She's like, um, okay. Yeah, and then yeah, she just does I, it. I like how she's like, my dad's gonna kill me. And then he's like, "What? whatever, I'll tell her him later. She's not at all concerned about the fact that she just ran into a pole. there would be so much more damage to this car i don't understand and how is deborah not realizing oh maybe something's up because no normal person would not be freaking out right now when they just got into a car accident but even if you believe even if you were like oh yeah it must have been an accident she said the accelerator's like stuck down and and she wrecked into a pole and then she gets in the car right goes for a ride with her so stupid right that should be another part of your PSA. Don't get into cars that are, like, malfunctioning. Um, definitely. But you have hard evidence that they're malfunctioning. Definitely. Don't do that. Uh, so, they, she gets in the car, and she's like, where are we going to go? And she's like, I, we need to talk. We're going to go to the old abandoned, old abandoned mill. How is that a good meeting spot? I mean, yeah, why can't they just talk in the car, in the parking lot, the mall? Right. Also, isn't it a dance club? Yes. Apparently it's not. It's abandoned at this point. It's abandoned when it's convenient for it to be abandoned, and it's a dance club when it's convenient for it to be a dance club. I bet they sell drugs out of the back, so it keeps getting shut down, and then somebody reopens it. Yeah, or, like, werewolves are, like, being the band, and, like, by everybody. And then they're realizing that the band is a bunch of werewolves, so it's shut down. Exactly. Then a new owner comes in, and they make it a dance club again. That's it, exactly. So, um, they go to the old abandoned mill, and Quirky's like, I'm gonna climb up on the actual, like, mill? What is that The thing? mill wheel? Oh, water yeah, wheel. yeah. Because they, like, lock it in a place. Apparently, like, that's, like, a thing. Yeah, well, yeah. they lock it in a place so nobody will get hurt, because everybody always climbs on it, but then they climb on it, and they get yelled at. Like, immediately. Well, I'm sure people aren't supposed to climb on it. Yeah, but it's just... Like, I really thought she was gonna crush Deborah's head in the water wheel, the mill wheel. 
Uh, well, it was locked. It was like so tense, and then nothing. Why happened. did Deborah not die? Deborah should like. Deborah should have died. Deborah should have died. Timmy should have died. I. It's not that I don't like Deborah. It's just somebody needed to freaking die, and yeah. it needed to be a main character. We needed to up these stakes. This is the last of a trilogy. Thank you. This is why I said when after the end of the last episode, no, we didn't get people dying. Yeah, I think he like goes big at first, and then he's like backs off. He's like, "Damn, yeah. I already killed her sister. Like, I can't." Be- that was pretty. You killed Chip in the second one. It's time to kill someone yeah, else. Yeah, like I killed the boyfriend and the sister. That was pretty harsh for like a middle school book. Maybe I should like. Uh... This is why those middle schoolers are reading this book. Get to it. I know. <laughs> so, like he's like, I went big at you know first. Now I'm just gonna like hold the fort. But he talks about it with such pride that he's like killing teenagers and then when push comes to shove he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it. I know. There are so many opportunities in this book. Um but I do a little bit like the fact that the ancient evil is bad at revenge and killing people like maybe she's losing her touch a little bit her power is wearing off and Mm -hmm. maybe that's why Corky's able to, like, maintain some control. Like, the ancient evil's wearing off a little bit. Maybe. She's, like, losing her powers. She's been doing a lot of work this year. And it's been a hundred years. Like, she's out of shape. She probably stored up a lot of magic, like, waiting for somebody else. And then, like, blew her load in the first book with that (laughs) tornado. Oh, that's true. So they get to the top of the mill wheel and like Corky's all ready to push Deborah off, but then this like guy comes and is like, get out of here. She should have killed both of them. I know. <clears throat> and then um she's like, uh like I'll just kill her tomorrow. Yeah. And then she's like Dear diary, plan for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Kill Deborah. The end. Maybe get like, a mani petty. Yeah. She's like, don't worry, I haven't forgotten about Hannah either. Well, good. Kill Hannah. We hate Hannah. Yeah. yeah. So she wakes up in the middle of the night and she feels like great. And the ancient evil is like asleep or something inside of her. And then this is when she like is like, I, I don't know why, but she's like, this is like now that the ancient evil is, like, asleep inside of me, I can, like, get into its mind. I don't know how she knows this. Well, she was just thinking, well, it's asleep, so mate, because she had that memory thing, so mm-hmm. she's hoping she can do it again. Okay, it's so... kind she, of it. She, she just, like, she doesn't know she's just hoping. But this, last time she was sleeping, this time she's awake. Yeah, but she doesn't have any other choice. Okay, so she's, like... I think she's just, like, please, God, let this work. <laughs> so... She, like, dives down and into the memory, and this is, so we get the story of Seraphir. Yeah, we get the boat ride. Yep. Well, we get a woman named Sarah Beth Plummer, a descendant of Seraphir. No, she's talking about how she remembers what Sarah. What Sarah told her. Yeah, Yeah, that's how she, like, put it together and realized this is Seraphir. Yeah. Um, so Sarah, like, Sarah Fear is a little sexist. Oh I my know, god, yes. 
I know it's the end of the 19th century or whatever, but like girls can drive boats, Sarah. They're even girl pirates, Sarah. God. Sexist. It is the 1800s. Yeah, but we can rag on her anyway. Okay. Yeah. So she's on a boat with her two, like, nephews. Yeah, he's a nephew. He's a nephew. They're, like, playing, and she's like, oh, my God, how am I going to get rid of this ancient evil inside of me? She's, like, working through all the things that she did, including crushing someone's head in the mill. Is that when the mill shut down? Is it because of Sarah Fear? Probably. she crushed somebody's head? That's when it first got abandoned? Almost definitely. Canon. I want she seems to not have this plan um very well thought out because the boat is literally filled with her family and friends. Yeah. Yeah. And she at no point is like, I wonder if they'll also die. Right. Well, I think she doesn't really consider the idea that the ancient evil can then go into another person because she's like, I have to kill myself. And well, he says that he's going to go into one of her, uh, into either her niece or nephew. Right. But that's why I think like you said, she didn't, Sarah fear didn't really think this through. I don't think that that concept registered to her at that point. I think she just thought that's it. It's done. And that she didn't really consider the fact that it would just go into anyone else. But for us, obvious, because we've seen that actually happen. So but that was not a surprise. I don't even, I'm not even talking about the ancient evil going into somebody else. I'm talking about the ancient evil fighting her from killing herself and literally capsizing True. a boat with all of her friends and family on it. True. Like, maybe do this by yourself. Right. That's how so, most people do it. Yeah, she, t- right? she thinks about how she killed that. She killed a guy who was like involved with her husband's accident. Yeah. Yeah. And then she kills a woman who made fun of the fears or insulted the fears in some way. Because the ancient evil loves revenge. Right. And then she killed the police officer who was investigating it. Which she really liked killing that woman with the like clothes. Oh, line. yeah. She was a bad Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then she killed the police officer by bo- put it, put, holding his head into boiling water, which is, like, total classic ancient evil. Boiling. Classic ancient evil. Yeah. She probably boiled the water herself. And then she's like, but I know how to kill you. Like, I, you can be drowned. And she's like, I cannot be drowned. And she's like, if I kill myself with you inside it, then you will die with me. Right. You can't be drowned, but I can be, and then you're stuck. Right. Which and is pretty ingenious. They start spinning and picking up speed, and then they capsize, and then she just like drowns herself. And and the ancient evil is stuck in her body because she can't jump ship because right. everybody else is dead too. Then the ancient evil says no. Yep. <laughs> yep. Even the ancient evil is getting in on this. Yeah. For she and the evil were dead. And now she is in, like, the ancient evil's mind while the ancient evil is stuck in the coffin waiting for a body, a live body, to come along and free it. Except a live body doesn't free it. No, it's a dead body. Dead body frees it. Like a death frees it. Someone dying on her grave is what frees it. 
Was that the only way to free it? Wait, so do you think Jennifer wasn't quite dead? Maybe. If that's what she says, she's waiting for... A live body. A live body. So maybe Jennifer wasn't quite dead, but she was just about dead. But and then after the ancient evil left, Jennifer, like, decomposed. Yeah. Well, maybe she died while the ancient evil was, like, in her body. Like, maybe if Sarah Fear hadn't been, like, buried in... Like, if she hadn't drowned, you know, like, and then she's just in water and she can't get out. And then she's buried, so, like, the ancient evil just doesn't have anywhere to go. Like, maybe if she hadn't been buried, the ancient evil could have, like, walked around in her body. Maybe. I don't know. But still, in that case, then, uh, it's still a dead body that freed her. I think that, I think the act of dying on the grave allowed the evil to take her place. Like, eat her body. That makes sense. But if she wouldn't have been dying, I don't think, because, like, people probably walk past the grave and sit down, like, at any point. Right. Right. It was the act of dying that freed it. In a hundred years, someone walked over that grave. Right. Right. So it's definitely, I definitely think it's just the act of, di- of dying that freed it. Okay. Yeah. I'll buy that. Yeah. Me too. So she figured out how to beat it, but she hasn't like made peace with that yet, I guess. So it's the next day and Sean's like up to his old tricks trying to scare her. That's what Sean does. Yeah. I thought the is this the eyeball in the eggs? Yeah. Which I thought disgusting. Yeah. Right. I thought that was a vision of the ancient evil, and I was wondering if that's why everyone in Shady Side pulls these really stupid pranks because it's just the ancient evil's influence. Because yeah. the ancient evil loves a terrible prank. Mm. So the ancient evil is a Stein like stand-in. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, like, so she wakes up and her mom, like... like Michelle's like, mm, we're moving past that. She wakes up and her mom's like, oh, um, do you want me to make you breakfast? And so she makes her eggs and then they look like eyeballs that are, like, have a green decay and odor coming out of them. Yeah, it's kind of gross. So she just, like, yeah. kind of runs away and she calls Kimmy and then she asks Kimmy to meet her up on River Ridge how come everybody's going to River Ridge without, like, planning on making out? <laughs> Except, um... Except Rob. Yeah. yeah. Rob, Rob is always planning on making out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, this green goo, let's make out. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're up on the ridge, and she's, like, gonna push Kimmy off, and she does push Kimmy off. Yeah, she... Yeah, she she's, pushes her off the cliff. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, didn't want her to kill Kimmy, but also this book was really light on the death toll, so I was glad she pushed her off the cliff. Yeah, but then she didn't die. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. So, she is, like, so, well, they start talking, and she tries to say that, like, Hannah did all that stuff to herself, and then Corky, like, she's still trying to, like, play it off, and then she just pushes Kimmy over. And she's like, Kimmy's dead, but then Kimmy's not dead, right? I'm sorry, did Kimmy not think that it was Corky? Right. Because it was pretty obviously Corky. I think Kimmy still thought maybe it was her and she just didn't know it. 
Oh, maybe. Yeah. Now, like, Corky and Ancient Evil start, like, fighting. Like, she wants to throw herself off the cliff, but the Ancient Evil's like, no. Yeah, this is the problem that I had with, like, this storyline and the fact that the only way to kill the ancient evil is to kill yourself because i feel like like i said before it's just really damaging that the solution to any problem would be suicide especially if you consider that like you're having you're you're feeling disconnected you're you have these thoughts in your head these bad thoughts that you are acting on don't want to act on and to be told that like the solution, the way you solve this problem is to kill yourself, I feel like could be really harmful to somebody who might be struggling with depression or thoughts of suicide. And like, I know it's the 90s and we we have much more enlightened views of mental health today, but I just, I just feel like that's so bad. And like, I admittedly am very sensitive to that and like I don't read books about suicide because of the fact that I have had people I love to have committed suicide and like I don't like that at all so I'm admittedly very sensitive to it that somebody else might not be but I I really did not like this and it's a personal preference I know but it just ruined a lot. I get what you're saying, but this is, like, I don't think, like, he's alluding to mental health here. I think it's just literally a demon. Right. Like, I don't think, like, I really don't, I think that's quite a stretch to say the solution to your problems is to kill yourself if you have average problems that don't include, uh, demons (sighs) from another dimension. Yeah. That's quite a jump. So, I agree, and I think if this was written today, um, it wouldn't be written this way, but I also right. didn't see it as suicide. I saw it as, like, for me, it was more like when you watch, like, a war movie and the, like, noble sacrifice of one of the soldiers sure. jumping on the bomb to stop to stop anybody else from getting hurt. Like, I guess that's kind of how I saw it more than suicide. Like, technically, I guess that is suicide, but it's not right. a... No, you're right. And I do like the fact that she was fighting it and like telling herself like, no, I'm so young. Like I have a lot to live for. So there was that aspect of it. But, and like I said, I am really sensitive to this and maybe I'm making that leap that the average person would not. But for me, it just was not, not a very good message. I think what it would have, I think what would have made it better is if instead of her pushing Kimmy off, although I really wanted somebody to die in this book, if she had said something like, um, you know, come get me or revive me or something, and then she had jumped off. Yeah. Like, I brought you here to bring me back, but I got to do this first. Sure. I think yeah. that would have, that would have been I, mean, a, I think it would have been, there, there should have been a cooler way that they could have got the evil out. Yeah. yeah. this. I agree with that. Yeah, I think there are, there are much better ways, and... Like, if you do want to go the sacrifice angle, I think you're right that, like, there needed to be some some sort of additional, even if it was, like, additional explanation behind it, but the what was stated was, I have to kill myself. Yeah. Or if, like, she had begged Kimmy to push her off, that would have been, 
That would have been interesting. Or if Kimmy just would have, she would have been like, I'm the evil one. I'm the one who did all this. And Kimmy's just like, fuck you. And yeah. took her off. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been awesome. You know, that would have been awesome. And then while she was down there, she was just like, then Kimmy felt bad and went and saved her. Or Kimmy had figured it out too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think there are ways they could occult books gave her some sort of... Yeah. There are ways. I think it would have been cooler if Deborah figured out how to get the ancient evil out of her. If she was like, this is the way Sarah did it, but I know there's a better way. Yeah, And then Deborah and their books or whatever, and then she got her into the crystal and trapped her into the crystal. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Yeah. I I totally agree with that. I think it would have been better if, like, in general, these girls had not forgotten they were friends when they got back from cheer camp. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they were just like, Corky's not paying any attention to us. Let's just leave her be and, you know, right. go on with our lives. Are you fucking kidding me? You know the evil's back. Right. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. They didn't do that. No. So, anyways, her and the ancient evil are, like, fighting in the water, and then the ancient evil says, no, again. And then they die. And then Kimmy... Kimmy like, brings her back. Kimmy comes swimming mm-hmm. over and grabs her, and then, but then she does like the weirdest CPR that like, yeah. on her. I don't know what it is. She so, like her on her stomach. On yeah. her stomach. Yeah, she she rolled Corky onto her stomach, leaning over her lifeless body, crying, sobbing, trembling. She pushed down with all her weight on Courtney Corky's back, then released, yeah. pushed again. That's not pushed a and release, pushed and released. Yeah. No sign. Pushed and released. Pushed and released. Then brown water spewed from Corky's lifeless mouth. Yeah. I also I like how she said that she took a life-saving class. Is she like auditioning for the dead lifeguard or something? Who Kimmy? Yeah. Well, she didn't learn anything because Oh, she didn't learn real CPR. No, this isn't that. So, so like then, obviously then, that's why she never got the job as a lifeguard. Yeah, so then, you know, the rest of the liquid comes out, and then she's, like, alive, and then... Just to make sure I wasn't missing anything, out yeah. of, like, if there was something you did differently for drowning victims than you would for other CPR victims, I looked it up. There's not. You just do CPR. Yeah. Right. And then she's, like, okay, like, she's alive, and then they, like, look into the water... And see a circle of light and a, and Bobby's face in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Bobby was like, the evil's gone, so I finally don't have to wander around and give you warnings about how the evil's still around. She's like, going on to the afterlife, don't have to take care of you anymore. Yeah. Now, okay, so now the epilogue is they're back doing their cheer again, and they're doing that, like, stupid pyramid. And Corky's on the top. And Kimmy catches her. And they go to the, like, thing afterwards, and they're, like... They're, like, joking around yeah. about, the, about the evil, basically. Yeah. yeah. They're also, also, I know that they're oh, better the- because they're fat-shaming Corky. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, though... Like, if you have to catch somebody in a cheerleading stunt, you don't want them to gain weight. No. Like, I have to carry you, literally. Please don't gain weight. It was just a little joke. Quit being offended. Just like, are you putting on weight? Ha ha ha. 
I'm so sensitive today. I yeah. know. Jesus Christ. Do you want me to get you your, like, box of tissues? Please. Actually, I kind of really need to go over there. <laughs> um, I'm sorry I expect better from the world. <laughs> I know, but it was just, this is like, this is like a harmless little, like, I had to catch you. Are you putting on weight? Ha, ha, ha. Like, nudge, nudge. It's not that shaming. Listen, I'm just mad because Bob insulted the pea soup. What? I'm just mad because Bob insulted pea soup twice in this book. I know. Well, we're getting there. So, oh, this is where Gary Brandt, Deborah had news about Gary Brandt's new girlfriend. But they don't say anything about him. Right. So, So I don't, it's, I don't think it's a rumor. Yeah, I don't think they're ever dating, because I feel like if the new girlfriend was Hannah, they would have said it, and if the new girlfriend was replacing Hannah, I feel like they would have said that, too. Right, so that was just a rumor. Also, I assume he still hates Hannah. And who, I mean, even Gary (laughs) Brandt, I don't think is, like, dumb enough to like Hannah. She's a fucking cunt. (laughs) Also, I don't want Gary Brandt dating freshmen. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Like. It happens. Oh, no. He's, what, like, 17? Yeah, I'm a senior state freshman. It happens. They shouldn't. Well, it happens. Well, they shouldn't. Yeah. 14-year-olds and 18-year-olds should not be dating. No, they shouldn't. I agree, but I'm just saying. Uh, so they're at the diner, and then uh, they, like, start joking around about, like, what they're going to order. And she's like, I'm going to order f- pea soup. Ha, ha, ha. The end. Why did nobody die in this book? I don't know. Why did nobody die? If somebody had died in this book, I would have given it all the stars. If the girls had acted like they actually liked Corky after summer camp, Mm -hmm. I would have given it more stars. They should have had, like, a group meeting after the camp. Yes. Like, we know that evil's back. Yeah. They should have figured it out and tied her the hell up. They did that more in the second book when they were like, we know the evil's back. Yeah. And they were trying to, like, get together and figure it out. In this book, it's like they just can't, which I get. Maybe they're just like, I'm over it. Yeah, I get that. If Even the idea of the evil coming and killing them, if they're just over it and they're like, whatever, do it. Because three times in less than a year. Right. And, like, really horrific things. Yeah. But, yeah. It was definitely, there could have been more group effort. I agree. And I wish the occult stuff would have, like, paid off. Yeah. And why, more why occult. It, more dad. And why is it that Ronnie is, like, in the in-group where, like, all the ancient evil stuff happened, but nothing ever happens to her? She's always, like, disappears somewhere in the book, and it's, she's not part of it. Maybe the know. ancient evil does not like her. Maybe Bob doesn't like her either. <laughs> Bob plays favorites. He does. This book was not as good as the first one. No. Once again, I felt like this one fizzled out a lot. Yeah. It needed more deaths. It needed to up the stakes. A third book in the trilogy has to have the highest stakes. Yeah. And I feel like the third book in the saga, like, had the most death, didn't it? It had a lot of death. Oh, yeah. It had the whole mansion. Yeah. And at least the, um... Yeah, like, even if nobody else died in the third saga book, the whole mansion burned down and all those people were in it. Right. And, so, like, even 99 Fear... Or, yeah, 99 Fear Street, like, they blew up the house at the end. Right. So this, at least there was that. This, like, it was cool you got Ancient Evil and Sarah Fear backstory, but they needed a much bigger ending. And okay. they needed some serious deaths. In the betrayal, there were six... Six deaths, maybe nine. 
See, that's a good amount. Right. In the secret, there were six, seven deaths. And in the burning, Ooh. there were ten plus a dog. There was a lot in the burning. Yeah. So, like, they, he brought it up for that you one. You need to up the stakes. That's what the end of a trilogy does. Yeah. You know what? You know what the problem was? He wrote all of these before the Scream trilogy came out, so he didn't know the rules. Mm-hmm. Oh, I totally forgot to, um... That joke would have landed with somebody who watched horror movies. I watched the Scream movie, and <laughs> I know the rules. I got it. Uh, I didn't watch... I've never seen Scream 3. What? So. you never seen Scream what? Three. 3. Oh, yeah, but he talks about the rules in the first one. Yeah, but they're different rules when it's a trilogy. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know if I've seen Scream 3 either. Um, it's not great. Yeah. I think I saw 2 and was like, ah, I don't think I need to continue on. I like 2. I thought 2 was decent. 3. I may have seen 3. I enjoyed 4. Although, like, at some point, you have to ask yourself, if all of these people are trying to murder me, when do I start questioning if it's me? Like, four movies worth of people trying to kill me. At what point is it me? Yeah. So, I forgot to say this, but, like, whenever they were at the mill, and the guy came to, like, yell at them, she, like, vividly thought about twisting that guy's head around. She should have. Yeah, she was, like... Like, so his brain came out? Yeah, but, like, I was, like, wondering, like... That, to me, relates to the um, New Year's party where the heads were twisting. Oh. Like, the yeah. same, was that the same? There's like, a lot of, like, broken neck and missing head imagery in these books. Yeah, but I'm just wondering if these evils are related. and Because we're always like, is this the same evil? I think Is the, this an ancient evil? I think all the evil on Fear Street kind of just has a thing yeah, about that. Yeah, the same, like, yeah. place. Well, it really does, so. Yeah. Okay, well, I had one sweater, no kills. No romance. Uh, Corky's house was the only Fear Street in the cemetery. Yeah. Uh, the places I had the corner, Madison College, Old Mill Road, Division Street Mall, Dalby's, Fear Lake, and River Ridge. Damn, yeah, they like, go all everywhere. over the town. Wow. We didn't go to school. Oh, we were in the gym. It was spring break. Yeah, but they were in the gym. The yeah, time. yeah. Dated references. I didn't have any. Did you hear any dated references besides, like, the phone, I guess, the landline? Yeah. Oh, uh, love connection yeah. is Gary Brandt and Hannah, possibly. Uh, rumored. Rumored. Were they seen canoodling? <laughs> <laughs> Get, were Gary Brandt and <laughs> Is this like a Corky and Ricky Shore scenario that you still don't want to believe it? Um, was there any mention of Ricky in this entire book? No, there no. wasn't. Because they got together afterwards. This is spring break. Right. Um, she's not dating someone while she's possessed. She's not dating Ricky. Okay. So, here's the thing. What book was that where they were seen together? The New Year's Party. Was it the New Year's yeah. Party? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, then, this validates because my theory, which, again, this book did canically validate that everything's happening in a year. So if the New Year's party is happening within a year, then she would have been seen canoodling with Ricky Shore in January at the time. After this? No, before. At the time, she would have been possessed. So that's the only reason why she she had been possessed. She had been, she was possessed at the time of this book and she had been possessed previously, so. 
Well, when did the second book happen? The second evil? Because she that was, was like basketball season, so could have been anywhere from like November to March. Because she was possessed then. When it came out of Kimmy, that's when it went. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Yeah. So it could have. She it may not have been if basketball season we're talking like late January that it came out of Kimmy so it is possible but she could have been possessed the next New Year's after the over yep true they could have just been like she could have been like I defeated the evil and he could have been like oh my god I just survived my second yeah we were both drunk my second like thing murder thing murder plot right but yeah, well, with uh, with Ricky, it was the Halloween party was the second one. So, yeah. and the the what was this first one? The overnight, yeah. and that was in the fall. So, like, he had two in a very quick succession. Yeah, poor Maybe. Ricky. If it was in the same year, if it was in the same year, it was. Okay. Uh, that timeline <laughs> says that not everything happens in the same year. I think the overnight happened in the fall, and then the next fall, the next Halloween, next whole year, school year later was the Halloween party. Look up the timeline. I don't yeah. want to. That's too much. I'm on Twitter. I'm busy. Oh, God. I thought you were recording <laughs> a podcast. Well, that too. Okay, fashion. Um, I just had lots of lycra. It was mentioned like four times. Oh, yeah, there's there a ton of lycra. lycra Which... I mean, makes sense. Yeah. Like, cheerleading practice is a time I will accept Lycra shorts. Yeah. Yeah, true. Okay, ratings? Um, I'm going to give it three out of five putrid green blobs of mist. I'm going to take the easy way out because I couldn't think of a better one and take give it three and a half out of five spirit sticks. Oh, that's a good one, though. From Hades. Yeah, definitely. Spirit sticks from hell. I'm going to give it three out of five ancient evil cheer taters. <laughs> she is. The ancient evil is for sure a cheer tater. Yeah. And a pain in my ass. Oh, oh, you know who, um, you know who the redhead on that other squad was? Big Red. Yeah, definitely oh, Big Red. Yeah, Big Red. Definitely. Hands for down. Sure. Does anybody have any, uh, last thoughts on this one? No, I wish it would have ended with, like, a bigger bang. But I remember yeah. when I was little that, like, I was, like, I was surprised for it to be quirky when I was younger. I didn't, like, know. I mean, obviously, I knew before yeah. she told us in the book. But yeah, I going was, into it, I wasn't expecting it to be quirky. Agreed. I was the same way when I was a kid. I, I just was, thought it couldn't be quirky. Right, because she's my character. Yeah, and she's right. like, yeah. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah, I mean, that is a big surprise and a fun twist. And I like the fact that we did get some in the head of the bad guy, which I'm always all about. So, in a backstory. Yeah. 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 I wasn't expecting a backstory. I really want to know how Sarah got possessed by the ancient evil, though. Yes. We got to read that Sarah Fear book. Yeah, I'm hoping that's what the saga's about. It better be. Otherwise, I'll be very let down. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. I bet it has something to do with her husband. Yeah, Yeah. accident. Yeah. Yeah. We got to read that book. Also, the Simon and Angelica one. See if they're doing rat experiments. She gets so, like, maybe she gets so, like, her husband has the accident. She's, like, so distraught over it. And she blames this guy, whatever, was involved for, like, it happening. And then somehow she, like, 
decides to go to her like fear roots and, yeah like, contact like some sort of evilness to help her like get rid of this guy but then it possesses her i like it and it takes over her life and then it like it's like wants to get revenge on everybody not just this guy i buy it we definitely have to read it yeah we can maybe do another Summer of Saga next year. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that just sounds good. We right. also need to read the book that's about the original ancient evil. Fearin. Sign of Fear. Fear. Saga number four. That one's about the ancient evil. Cool. Uh, Make a note. All right. So what else are we reading, watching? listening to anything uh, good i'm reading wilder girls by rory power it is a book that came out this summer it's about um it's sort of like a dystopian would you say it's a dystopian yeah okay. it's about like these girls who are they go to this like boarding school and they start um just they start getting they get some some sort of disease that like does different things to each girl and it just like disfigures them in a way it's like almost like they're turning into fish or something i don't know and um they're in quarantine and then but there's just like a whole other thing going on where like the adults that are on the island are like in on something she's the main character trying to figure out like what the fuck is going on but they're like not sad to be in quarantine they're kind of just like I don't know, at least the main character and her group of friends. They're kind of just like, yeah, we like it here. It's weird. Sounds of like they, if they weren't in quarantine, they'd probably be dead. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, they don't like their families. and It looks cool. It is. It's good so far. I'm, like, super interested. I'll be, like, it depends on what the twist is. Like, if the twist is good, whatever's going on, because I don't, like, know yet. If that's yeah. good, then I'm going to like the book. But if it's, like, stupid, then I'm not going to like it. I feel like I liked it once I got deeper into it, so mm-hmm. you might like it, the the reveal. Yeah. So. I hope it's a good one, because I'm, like, imagining things in my head that are good, so I hope it's at least as good as what I'm imagining. It's probably not. It never is. <laughs> so, uh, that's what I'm reading, and I'm watching, I just started watching Veronica Mars for the first time. I watched Yay. the first two episodes, and now I'm, like, into it more than I was expecting, because... Yes, it's so good. Yeah, I thought it was, like, I was telling Mia, I thought it was more, like, one of those shows where you didn't have to watch it in order. Like, it was just each episode oh, no. was about, like, I thought each episode was going to be about, like, because I knew she was a private detective, so I thought each episode yeah. was about, like, a case, and then she would, like, solve it. Yeah. You know? It is, but then there's, like, the overarching mystery for yeah. the, the season. Um, season three is a little bit less. There's, like, smaller mysteries mm-hmm. than the individual oh, episodes, one. but just one. Just the first half. Yeah, but I was just, like, I had no idea that it was about, like, that her best friend got murdered, and then she yeah. wanted to, like, find out who did it, and then, like, all that crap that happened to her, and I didn't know anything, like, I didn't know anything about all that. Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was better than I was expecting, and I want to continue on. Yeah. So good. What about you? 
Um, well, I am reading slash listening to, I started the audiobook for Lovely War by Julie Berry, which is not what I was expecting, but interesting. Um, so it is about like Greek gods. Um, so Aphrodite, Ares, and Hephaestus. And so like, if you're familiar with the love triangle, I guess, between those three. Um, Aphrodite is married to Hephaestus, but she is having an affair with Ares. So in the beginning of the book, Hephaestus catches them. And so the rest of the book is her trying to explain to him that there's just this attraction between love and war and like it's not her fault that she's attracted to Ares the god of war it's just love and war are so connected that there's just like this attraction and the way she does it is by explaining what happened to people during world war ii which is what the current time period is so um, okay that makes the cover makes sense in that, it sounds like this cover does not look like yeah. an ancient Greek anything. Right. That's why I was very surprised by that. So it's World War II and then also World War One. So there's like different people that she's telling like their their love story or the the way that they relate. They connect love and war, and um, there's a bunch of different perspectives and different storylines, and I'm sure they're all all connect in some degree but mm-hmm. right now it's just very muddled and I'm enjoying them but it's it's a little bit hard to keep track which one's taking place when like yeah. there's there's a yeah I mean there's a lot of like like there's like like everyone seems to be a pianist or musician mm-hmm. so I'm it, I'm finding it hard to keep track of like who, which one are they talking about now? And mm-hmm. um, the the it's hard when you're reading uh, or when you're doing audio because you can't really flip back. Right. Well, also too, the thing is that like there's a different narrators, but they sound kind of similar, which is mm-hmm. hard. So I'm not entirely sure, but there is a little bit of Steve West, and you know how I love me some yeah. Steve West, uh-huh. um, and a little bit of Fiona Hardingham, who I also really like. Um, the one guy who I think is the like, well, the the one narrator that I think is that I do really like is the one that's like the guy during World War One, and he's a he's a black pianist from Harlem and he joined the army to play in this band so he's like fighting and in the band mm-hmm. and I like that narrator a lot I don't know who it is but I really like the the tenor of his voice so um it's it's good it's interesting I'm about to go on a business trip so I probably will only be able to listen to a little bit so mm-hmm. um we'll see but I'll My have... grandfather was in the World War II Army band. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, that's cool. He played the clarinet. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So they would bring them in, like, after the battle was over. Yeah. So, yeah. like, one of the things that they're – so the there's a female character who is a volunteer for the YMCA um, – 
I forget what they're calling it, like recreation tent, pleasure tent, whatever it is. <laughs> pleasure tent. Pleasure tent. Oh. I don't think that's what it's called. It might be recreational tent, but whatever it is, that's like the general idea that like she's this volunteer and she's yeah. helping the the soldiers and um I think she also plays piano. I'm very confused. I don't know. Yeah. Like everyone seems to play piano. But uh yeah, it's good. It's interesting. I was like I said, it's not what I was expecting, but it's good. It's not like a straight up historical fiction. So did you read All the Truth That's in Me or whatever her other book is? No, but I did read I The Passion read of Dulsa, which was pretty good. All the truth that's in me is like a a cult book, I think. Oh yeah. Ooh, I'm in. Yeah, I think that's what it's about. That cover's badass. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I am definitely in a kick for this because I'm watching Miss Fisher's murder mysteries. It's so good. I I like fell head first. Like I'd heard really good things and I like put on an episode just because I was like, I don't know what to watch. I'll just watch an episode of Miss Fisher's and like I love it so much. It's It's so good. So good. And not to knock like the book because I thought it was good or at the first one. Oh yeah. Better. Yeah. Nice. Sorry, time out. You have it as marked as one to read on Goodreads, and I just yeah. I'm reading the synopsis, and it's definitely aliens. Uh oh. Oh. You might want to take you that. You might want to remove that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Roswell. It has okay, to be aliens. But can you send that to me because yeah. I want to read that? <laughs> and if it's not aliens, I'll let you know. Yeah. It's like Roswell Please. Station, and they're being attacked. Sounds like aliens. Yeah. But like- maybe there's a twist, and I'll let you know if it's not aliens. Okay. Um. But Miss Fisher is like, oh, it's so good. It's so, so Yeah, good. I love it. I love it. It's so... I tried to watch it and I couldn't. You did like it? Yeah, I watched the first oh, episode. I, I love like, it. What is this? I love it so much. So good. I, I love how, like, she's just so herself. And she's one of those people that just walks in, does her thing. Yeah. When people look at her, she's like, what? Let me just charm you into thinking that I'm right. Exactly. She's so charming. And the, it's like the slow burn. I can't handle the oh, slow burn of their relationship. Don't get together, I'm going to hurt somebody. Yeah. And also too, like Dot and Hugh, they're oh, so cute. adorable. So cute. So adorable. But I'm also- into it. I really like none of the, the relationships are all side things. Like it never really takes yeah. over. So, and that's how I like my relationships. I like yeah, them same, like, me lightly too. peppered into the main narrative. Right. I don't want the show to be just that. Yeah. I get bored. Yeah. I just watched the circus episode. And oh, so yeah. it started like, I think it's starting to get into more of like a deeper overarching mystery and like involving her past and so I'm I'm very interested I'm very addicted I'm not usually somebody who binges but like I cannot stop watching these shows like I think I've watched let me see how many episodes I'm on episode 12 and I started on like Friday and it's Sunday so season one yeah yeah season one um you know they're um well last I heard they were make, gonna make a movie. Yeah, I had heard that as well. And there's a spin-off and it's her niece, but
but it's in like the 60s and oh. I haven't seen it yet, but it looks just as good. What's it called? Yeah, what is it called? I think it's still called Miss Fisher. Oh. Hold on, let me is see. It on, is it on Netflix? No, I've only seen advertisements. I'm not sure uh, where it is. Hold on. Or I've seen it advertised on my Facebook page. Miss mm-hmm. Fisher's Modern Murder Mysteries is a sequel-style reboot of the original mystery series uh, with Miss Fisher's niece ready to take over the family business. I think it's mm-hmm. new. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere yet. What niece? It should be Jane taking over. Agreed. But Peregrine Fisher. My God. Um, I love it. Yeah. It's it's good. I was talking to my friend Amanda about it because I was like, Amanda, have you seen this? I know you love Australian TV shows. And she was like, of course I've seen it. It's amazing. Oh, I and, think uh, I... Oh, shoot. Never mind. If you have Acorn TV, it's on there. What the hell is that? It's yeah. a British streaming sh- series uh, uh, thing. So it's got all the British shows. Uh, um, but yeah, Amanda was like, of course I've seen it. And then we were talking about her. And, and she's, she's like another one of those characters that is just like ahead of her time. Like much more modern than women probably were. Which kind of doesn't surprise me that you didn't like it, Michelle. Because I know you're not a very big fan of that See, that's exactly what i want in my historical you want lies uh yes <laughs> and also that's not lies there were women like that yeah. those are the women that are the reason why we have all the rights we have the women who were like that yeah. you weren't there i can read a history book i can read interviews i can i mean this takes place in like the t- what the 30s 20s 30s they had 20s. video. I could watch move, film. A silent one. Still film. Okay. I just didn't like it. I was like, what? I didn't get it. Well, you know what? I mean, I don't care that you didn't like it. I just, yeah. that's, that's not I why liked. I didn't like it. I just didn't get it. I was just like, yeah, I'm bored. Nothing was happening. So I'm really glad you're watching that. I might have to go watch a couple of episodes now. Yeah. It's, uh, I just looked and I have two more episodes in season one. So. Um, we'll see. And then there's the Netflix has three seasons, so and they're pretty short. The third season is only eight episodes, so I'll probably be finished pretty soon. What about you? I uh, needed kind of a palate cleanser when it came to my books because I've been reading a really a lot of really dark stuff because it's me. So I read the first three books in the Innkeeper Chronicles by Alona Andrews, and it's sort of like, it's set up like urban fantasy, but it's actually not magic. It's like aliens. So I guess it's science fantasy, not like science fiction and not urban fantasy. It's kind of like a mesh. But basically, the main character is an innkeeper, and she, inns are um, living beings and innkeepers are like their, are like, they're like, um, what's the one where it's symbiosis? Uh-huh. Symbiote. Yeah. So it's like beneficial for both. And they both have like monstrous powers. And they, But the innkeeper's powers are like only when she's really on her property, on the inn property. 
and um, they're all across, there's inns all across the globe, and they, the Earth acts as way stations for alien, more advanced aliens for them to get to one place to the next. And the innkeepers kind of act as like, kind of partial security, partial like, you know, cares um, for all these aliens. It's very light and like fun and like kind of action adventure Yeah. I really like it. It's really, I, I'm really enjoying them and it's a good palate cleanser since most of my stuff's so dark. Is it like a space opera? Not really. It's more like, seriously, it's like reading an urban fantasy book, but they say instead of everything, like there are vampires and werewolves, but they just call them that because they're actually aliens from another planet. Oh, I might be into that. I do like science fantasy. I like like lighthearted science fiction, like funny space operas. So The aliens are all kind of, for the most part, they're all like humanoid. Yeah. So they're like, you know, the vampire looks like a human, but it right, right, right. Like people. Yeah. I'm I'm better with humanoid aliens than um, you know slimy, green yeah. reptilian ones. There's occasionally some of those, but not not really, like not yeah. often. So you might like it. You give it a shot. I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah. What about watching anything? So I just watched this movie called Dead Detectives which is like a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, is it like- so it's about these people who are like paranormal investigators mm-hmm. and then they go into a real haunted house and they can't handle it. Some of it was funny. It's been really talked up a lot um, on some of the horror boards like that I follow, like some of the chats and stuff. But So like B movie? Not really. Um, it's not like, it can be cheesy sometimes, but it's like cheesy on purpose. Yeah. Um, like decent actors. Yeah, the okay. acting is fine. Um, it's just not as funny as I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes the cheese was. I was like, "All right, I get it. You're being cheesy. Stop now." Yeah. <laughs> like it was like making you feel like it was making me roll my eyes. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sometimes it was on point. Like sometimes there were things that kind of that hit but then other times I was just like yeah nah no thank you so I don't know we'll see I think I'm probably gonna re-watch Miss Fisher now so <laughs> and I still haven't watched American Gods so I gotta watch that so maybe next time I'll be talking about that we'll see does anybody have any last things they want to say yeah next month we're reading we know what we're reading what are we reading next month? Yes, we do know. I just yeah. don't remember. Next month, we'll be reading The Mind Reader, and we'll also have our bonus Halloween episode where we'll be reading The Babysitter's Coven. So look for those next month. And we'll see you then. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Fear Street Podcast. Check out our blog at fearstreetpodcast.blogspot.com. And remember, come to Fear Street and you're done.